Ladies and gentlemen, and I use that term loosely, um, welcome to the Christian Rebellion. Yeah. My name is Ash Green. It's going to be a very special episode of the Christian Rebellion where I fall asleep at the mic. <clears throat> oh, Ash beat me to it. Okay. <laughs> I'm Jackson, and you probably knew that if you've listened to it before. If you ha- if this is your first podcast with us... Run. Run. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, so... Uh, we start with the how you doing question, right? How you doing? No, how you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm doing okay. Uh, I've been working a couple of uh, PXM projects in my spare time here trying to get get some more stuff going. Hopefully, uh, I don't really want to want to talk about that on the podcast. Hopefully, that, that goes well, though. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. Um, You've signed a non-disclosure agreement with yourself? Pretty much. I mean, with the board. We, we have one of those. We yep. have board members. We're so official. Yeah. Professional. They even. keep us accountable. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. Couldn't say that with a straight yeah. face. Moving on. How you doing? Well, um, my big project has been my taxes. <laughs> That's Yikes. delightful. Oh, yeah. And here I am, you know, pushing it to the last minute as always. Why does it always come to the last minute with me? That's a question for the ages. But let's not talk about taxes. Let's... Uh, well, I've caught up on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> Maybe that's why I haven't finished my taxes. <laughs> there you go. That's, um, that's probably a very good reason. Yeah. Um, I've been uh, been getting back to work on Jessica Jones and Daredevil. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I'm just going to go on this right now. Um, you know, I was uh, part of a uh, Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast called Awful Good Uh which, you know, we, for those who aren't familiar, that's where the podcast records a bunch of people playing Dungeons and Dragons. And it's surprisingly popular. You know, there, there are a lot of there are a lot of them out there and there are some big ones like the Adventure Zone. Um, but awful good. We uh, stopped recording a while ago. Um, and I guess the the whole awful good thing came to a formal end slash hiatus this uh this past week or so and i've been i've been feeling some emotions about that like sort of recognizing that it's it's a good idea for right now for me to not be involved in like a a dnd actual play podcast but like I, i liked it you know and i might like to come back to that sometime so kind of kind of facing the music kind of bittersweet I don't know. There's that. <laughs> All right. Well, um, do you have a Terry Crews corner? Yeah. Um, just a little quote that I saw on his uh, his Twitter um, that uh, he said, Nobody is okay. We're all amazing, wonderful, strong people who are not okay. And that... that sounds okay. Yeah, like that. that is... Um, an amazingly Christian assessment of the human condition. And I think if, if any of us human beings, Christian or not, are being honest with ourselves, you know, I think we could agree with that. So, yeah. And that, that's just a very Terry Crews thing to say as well. Just very real. Um, and I, I really agree with it. Little inspiration for, 
for our listeners, courtesy of Terry Crews. I feel like he might actually be listening to our podcast. That was one of our topics, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. So, Terry, if you're listening, we really need an intro for uh, this uh, segment. So, uh, yeah. please, you know. Yeah. Maybe I should actually. Like, Terry re- likes Terry Corner or something. <laughs> I don't Cruz's know. Corner, yeah. <laughs> little, uh, yeah, I, sh- I should reach out for to him for, for uh, intro recording. I should actually send him a message. All right, uh, over under on uh, if Jackson's actually going to do it. I'm taking bets now. <laughs> <laughs> tell me, sorry, tell me mean? which way you betted, and I'll go the other way just to spite Ash. <laughs> <laughs> well then, I'll put it up on one of my Twitter feeds that you won't see, and <laughs> like the uh, Christian Rebellion uh, Twitter feed, throwing it up now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not sure whether that's a diss on me or the Twitter feed. <laughs> All right, so uh, on to uh, Ash's apologies. So uh, two things. One's less of an apology, just more of a uh, kind of came across something after we talked about the Sabbath. Do we uh, need to start a new section, Ash doesn't apologize? <laughs> right. So I feel like that's uh, what Ash apologizes is. It's in parentheses, <laughs> but not really. <laughs> yeah. Ash, quote unquote, apologizes. <laughs> He mentioned something that might have been taken as a mistake, and that's about it. (laughs) I'm sorry for what I said. Okay, okay. (laughs) What you got? What you got? Uh, The Sabbath. Uh, There was actually one part I I started reading, like, I think it was the day after we recorded that one, where Paul was just like, you know, um, you need to stick to what you believe because, you know, uh, you don't want to be at fault um, with God because that's a sin. But you don't want to, even though you might know something's right, not want to cause somebody else to stumble because they might think it's wrong. And even if it is right, them thinking they're doing something against God, that portion of the thought process is a sin. Like, oh, yeah, he he knew what he was doing. It might not have been a wrong thing, but he was trying to do a wrong thing, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And a portion of that argument he, he gave was some people think that a day is special during the week and other people don't. And so um, my mind immediately went to our conversation about the Sabbath. So um, I don't know. Take that for what it's worth. I don't want to say that that goes either way on the argument. Just Mm -hmm. something I kind of uh, ran across. Uh, The other thing, uh, and I meant to mention that last week, so I just thought I'd go ahead and do that. I did a little more research on the uh, the, the Pope says no to hell. I'm sorry, Catholics. Uh, It sounds like he is an annihilationist. I don't really have a problem with that, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. there's enough scripture out there that uh, makes it seem like that could easily be what happens. You know, I don't, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to get into that argument um, other than, okay, I understand. Um, do I apologize? I guess. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, Mr. Pope. <laughs> yeah, the... Uh... Uh, apparently the the details of that report i looked it up this past week um was that this um the the person saying that the pope had said that hell doesn't exist is this uh very old um atheist reporter uh italian his name's eugenio scalraffi uh for this publication la repubblica um and he, uh, th- this journalist, uh, you know, talks talks with the Pope, and um, it wasn't an official interview or anything that he's uh, delivering this thing from. 
you know, it's uh, just this journalist talked to the Pope and didn't take notes or anything, which, you know, even when he's doing official interviews, apparently he doesn't take notes and just kind of goes on memory. So uh, the, the report is a paraphrase at best. And in order to know what the Pope actually thinks about hell, you'd, you'd have to wait for an official statement for, from him or a more, you know, uh, reliable interview that's not more than a paraphrase. I mean, from from what I read uh, on it, he basically said, now, I feel like <laughs> I feel like this goes into another concept, too, that uh, I feel like whoever named um, Annihilationism didn't like it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so they created such a harsh term for it. Um, he and so maybe and the other side of this is he had like a very nice spin on Annihilationism where um, he just believes that they just cease to exist they don't exist you know mm-hmm. there's nothing annihilation annihilating yeah. there they're, they're just gone yeah you know and that's um and uh when asked again he basically had the same comment of well they just don't exist yeah you know? so it sounded like at least that little quip happened yeah um and annihilationism you know from the latin means uh to I, th- I think it is Latin, but it, it it means, you know, to go into nothing, you know, a nihil. Um, and, but it, it does sound kind of harsh with the way we talk about annihilating these days, but uh, cease to existism isn't a word. So. <laughs> I'm sure we could come up with something nicer sounding, not that, mm-hmm. that not that maybe we should. Um, Send us your ideas. Oh, Lord, no. <laughs> Sure, why not? Uh, I'm afraid of that one, but could be fun. All right, so media-minded, what you got? Um, well, I, uh, you know, I, I got my, I like my video game speedruns. I like to check things out. And I haven't really followed the Super Mario 3 any percent warpless world records, how that's progressed. But um, a new world record came out this uh this past week, uh, this guy, Mitch Fowler, who is known as Mitch Flower Power on Twitch and Twitter, um, he beat the former record by two seconds, uh, clocking in at 50 minutes and 55 seconds. And have you ever watched a Super Mario 3 any percent warpless run? Or, or any Super Mario 3 runs? I saw the one that I think uh, they were saying was a computer-generated run, like, a long time Mm -hmm. ago that was made really famous that, you know, just kind of dominated the game there. That was Mm kind of fun to watch. Mario in, like, three minutes or something. I don't know what it was. Yeah, I've I've seen one that was ten minutes and is an actual dude, and I remember being blown away by the auto-scroll portions where the guy is just showboating, you know, (laughs) where, like, because he can't increases time on those spots so he's just raccoon tailing and bouncing off cannonballs and bobombs and everything on the tank levels and it's it's pretty sweet but this um you know this mitch flower felt fowler mitch fowler i can see why he said he calls himself mitch flower power because your <laughs> tongue almost naturally goes in that direction but like watching him play was a real treat uh, as any of these good top level speed runs are watching his his strategy and his routing as well and how he handled a lot of it was things going well for him in terms of the random movements the hammer brothers 
and just the the RNG that could potentially screw up your run. And once again, it's it's all pretty new to me because I haven't really followed the category, but it was really cool to watch. Just a lot of fun. If if you've got an hour to blow, <laughs> I think I'm good there. I don't. I'm not necessarily ripping on you or them. I just don't get not it, your man. thing. Yeah, I just that's okay. Don't it's get not, it. It's not for everyone. Um, and who knows? Maybe I am the only person, like even among our listeners, who. Uh, so why don't we move on? <laughs> All right. Well, I had a few things on uh, Media Minded. And if I click the right button, I can see what they were. All right. So uh, it sounds like uh, why the last man is uh, getting a TV show. Mm-hmm. All these uh, live action. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> All these uh, kind of smaller comic books, I guess, after the, the success of the, the wild success, I should say of the walking dead all these kind of uh side side popular comics i don't want to call them side like more indie comics are getting non-superhero yeah exactly are getting uh some attention uh preacher was going for a while i don't think that's being made anymore mm-hmm. it had two seasons you've got that you've got um wow just lost my train of thought there were several others um that i had listed but um Hmm. wow drawing a blank anyhow there are others i swear anyhow why the last man is was an interesting concept that uh touches a lot of um different social topics it'll be interesting to see how they they uh they attack that with the tv show um a lot of it from i see and i haven't read too much of it it was just kind of interesting Mm -hmm. uh concept Um, i have a feeling it's going to be very anti what i believe but Mm -hmm. um just because a lot of that's like what comic books do they try to to be the first in the door to be like oh yeah we were the first to say that years ago when we did this comic you know so we were we had our foot in the door so all these little topics they try to hit so at some point they'd be like see we're very edge on the edge and and ahead of everything and you know yeah progressive yeah there's a good word for it progressive um other fun things a league of their own uh, the uh, Tom Hanks movie mm-hmm. is getting its own TV series on Amazon. I'm actually kind of excited mm-hmm. about that. That sounds like kind of fun. Like I, I've realized I went to um, a Hall of Fame or not a Hall of Fame, a statue induction at um, Cincinnati Red Stadium, and that portion of the game was fun. And I realized while I was watching it that I am a huge Reds fan. My problem is. I don't like baseball. Mm. I got bored so quickly and did not recover. <laughs> uh, uh, even when the Reds were winning at the beginning of the game and then losing severely at the end, like either point, it was just like, eh. Yeah, I feel you. I have not been to a baseball game in ages. I mean, I love live sports, and it's fun to go watch stuff with other people. I've, yeah. I'm not entirely sure I would ever go to a baseball game again, though. Mm-hmm. Like maybe with the right crowd. But mm-hmm. I mean, I love hockey. I'll go to any yeah. of those. And amateur stuff around here, the Cincinnati Cyclones, heck yeah. Mm-hmm. I was a uh, Florida Panthers season ticket holder for a while. That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And they lose a lot. So, you know, <laughs> that uh, that yeah. still didn't hinder me from going. And, like, the time that I came down and visited you and we went to a game down there in Florida, yeah, that's one of my favorite memories. Like, that was a really dope time. And not really a hockey fan, right? Right. Okay, yeah. Like, it was the first... It may have been the second hockey game I watched, but it may have been the first. <laughs> so, and it was really cool. 
you know, just a, just a cool experience. And that's like of the baseball games that I went to when I was a kid, that's what I remember of them. The vibe going there with my nerd friends <laughs> and just babbling about RPGs the whole time. That's funny. And like a couple times I brought my sketchbook and I just draw goblins and crap while the, <laughs> while the game was going on. Um, but yeah, baseball is boring. <laughs> uh, other, um, uh, TV shows, Amazon, I, I mentioned Lord of the Rings, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, back in the day, um, they, they didn't make the, the movies or sorry, the TV shows even e- either one, because they said it would be the most expensive TV show ever made. Uh, it looks like that's true. Mm -hmm. (laughs) amazon uh said that they're going to do at least five seasons and it will be the most expensive show ever costing over a billion dollars to make wow yeah that's a lot of money Uh uh-huh and i think it costs them like 250 million dollars for the rights to do it so there's a good chunk there too when you mentioned amazon at first i was like is that the show is there a new show coming out called amazon (laughs) About Amazons or something? I don't know. They they need to coin that quickly. Yeah. Um, Amazon the TV show produced by Amazon. There you go. Uh, Wonder Woman based show. Ooh, uh, I heard that they were doing one of those like Krypton and uh, what was the other show um, that made Krypton want to happen? Uh, Gotham. Gotham. Thank you. And uh, the Amazons was supposed to be one, but it was like epic fail in uh, even before it got to the pilot. Like, they just couldn't make it interesting enough. Hmm. So, uh, it either needs some more fantastical writers or maybe something more than an island. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I feel like the stories there have been pretty limited, even in the comic books. Like, there's some cool characters to come out of there, don't get me wrong, but it seems they've like they've got they've to become... come out of there exactly. before they become cool. <laughs> um, movie news, uh, the Halloween movie that's coming out. I don't know why. Those are the, like the, the only horror movies that I've ever enjoyed of the Halloween series. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I think I might have mentioned it on the podcast. I might not have. They're they're doing another one. And I'm kind of interested because it's, it's like uh, Rob Zombie rebooted it a while back. But now this is supposed to be a sequel of the original, which ended like uh, Halloween 2000 or H2O. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to have the same characters. And uh, it just hit the news that they're going to change the mask. But not like where it looks completely different. But it's supposed to be the same mask. Mm-hmm. So he said he's pulled out all these old masks and watch how they've worn and everything and, and, and torn and everything. So he wants to see it taking a lot of things to, into account to make it look realistic. Which seems like a bunch of overkill. Um but I also say this to um, make fun of it a little bit because mm-hmm. so uh, I'm, I can't remember how old the lead is, but she's pretty old right now. And don't take this as like, I mean, old people can act that that's not what I'm saying. OK, <laughs> uh, and she's she looks pretty good for her age, too. The problem I have with this whole thing is he's supposed to be this like super strong, like just take it and then kill people and it. You know, it seems like he was never touched by anything. Yeah, he's got super that villain serial kinda. killer dur- durability. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, if you know anything about the lore of Mike Myers, he is her older brother. 
So I'm guessing like bare minimum, he's like 70 going around doing mm-hmm. this. Like, Hold on, guys. I need my oxygen. <laughs> Give me back my walker. <laughs> Just to have this image of the whole thing takes place when uh, he's got his own house that's in the corner, doesn't want to be bothered, and the kids, uh, the local kids get on his lawn. Get back oh, here. Pulls yeah. out his kitchen knife. And <laughs> Oh, you Back know in what, my day, people were afraid of this thing. <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? There's this Game Grumps bit where Aaron starts doing uh, trailers, and one of one of the trailers that he makes up is is it's like called Slumber Party, and it's just a slumber party, but he does it in the ominous voice, you know, <laughs> a night they'll all remember, and you know, it's, I'll never forget this night. It's <laughs> like. Uh, and you know, after after he riffs on that theme for a bit, then Dan chimes in with with uh, he's like, and just outside there's Leatherface <laughs> chainsaw, <laughs> and he's like, you know, I'm just not feeling it tonight. <laughs> I'm just gonna take a me night. Uh. In comic news, all right, there's a couple of cool stories from comic news. The first one, um, Wolverine's coming back. And uh, we, we, we still don't quite know how, um, but uh, there's there has been a Wolverine going while Logan's been gone. And then there's kind of been this what if series called Old Man, Old Man Logan. We've talked about it mm-hmm. on the show. And um, I didn't really enjoy it that much. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's but, a shame. Yeah. Well, they're, they're trying to figure out what's going to go on with the current Wolverine. And that's X-23, um, mm-hmm. who is kind of a younger female clone of Wolverine. She was... Uh, the girl in the movie Logan was pretty yeah. much based off of her. Um, she actually... It sounds like they, they're going to swap places and do old woman Logan. What? How does that work? <laughs> or at least old woman Laura is her, her real name, where mm-hmm. like... Um, there's a futuristic version of her mm-hmm. um, being uh, the the lead in that comic. And so that that what if comics basically going to keep going, but so this starring is her an alternate universe. Yeah. The, the what the old man Logan's an alternate universe. Um, and so a, a more almost apocalyptic. Actually, it might even have just from the little I read, it might kind of have a Logan feel to it. I'm not sure. Um. But going back to, yeah, I don't know, I just thought it was kind of interesting that they, they were swapping that role and bringing Wolverine back, or Logan back as Wolverine. And I'm sure Laura X-23 is going to get back to her roots as well. Um, she's a fairly popular comic, I don't see, or character anyway, I don't see them dropping her. Mm-hmm. Um, that was interesting. And my favorite piece of comic book news, Damian Wayne might not be Bruce Wayne's son. Thank God. <laughs> I hate that character so much. Well, I suppose I should count myself lucky for not being terribly familiar with him then. Damian Wayne is, um, oh shoot, I forgot her name. Um, uh, Al Al Ghul's daughter, Ra's Al Ghul's daughter. Talia? Talia, thank you. Is Talia's daughter, or daughter, is Talia's son with Bruce, Mm -hmm. who was raised in his assassin, and then, um, comes over to... Uh, be Robin basically mm-hmm. and this all kind of happens when Batman dies like right before Batman died back in the day and so Dick Grayson took over as Batman and kind of trained him a little bit and that 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 duo actually wasn't that bad I still think I would have preferred mm-hmm. 
the the Tim Drake or not Tim Drake the uh, Jason yeah yeah Tim Drake sorry Tim Drake Robin <laughs> well which Robin is it Jason's the one that that <laughs> there's been so many was killed and then came back and was very very angry and still is very very angry <laughs> mm-hmm. um and the redhead now uh some of the younger generation like I've actually talked with this with a couple of people at work and they actually really like Damien mm-hmm. um. So I guess maybe we can keep him around if he is popular with the new generation. I say that reluctantly, mm-hmm. obviously, but I still just really don't like the idea of Bruce Wayne having a son, much less that son being Robin. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't. Do you, I don't know. Do you think there's any way it could be done right, or do you just sort of? This way definitely wasn't. I don't honestly like. I'm guessing this was probably the best way for it to be done, and I didn't like mm-hmm. it so. I don't think there'd be any way for it to be done, even if he got like you know, uh, did it proper and got married, you know, mm-hmm. fell in love, got married, had a kid. She she knew he was Batman, and you know whether she lives or dies, the the son grows up to be Robin, and you know they're mm-hmm. this happy family, or you know that doesn't sound or, like Batman right? at all. Or there's a dark twist in okay. there, and that kid still becomes Robin. I don't know. See, I'm just saying, yeah. any of these scenarios, none of them sound good to me. Yeah, and, like I hate to say uh, it, but. The things going well and being done right and, you know, the, the sort of proper way. I hate to say that that doesn't sound like Batman. And, well, I'm I just mean, saying, like, that's kind of the extreme opposite of him having a kid with Talia. You yeah, know, <laughs> was yeah. kind of where I was going with that. And I didn't like the kid with Talia. I don't like that one. So I don't see anywhere in the spectrum me liking. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, um, it's, it seems like there might be a way. Of, but it sounds like, which actually sounds really know. cool to me, it sounds like he may be Deathstroke's son. Mm-hmm. Which... I find interesting and amusing and maybe the plot of the upcoming uh, Batman vs. Deathstroke comic that's going to be like a, have this uh, I don't think four issue arc I'm not sure mm-hmm. well Sounds I did really I did like season two of Arrow uh, due to a large part you know with what they did with Deathstroke like I found him to be a compelling sort of quasi villain that turned actual villain you know but so he's one of my all-time favorite villains and it may have something to do with he inspired the fact that, deadpool well uh, there there's that there's um the fact that nightwing mm-hmm. dick grayson's my favorite and him and nightwing were created at the same time in the titans and uh he was always meant to be this big bad nightwing villain and always kind of has been mm-hmm and uh the big nemesis yeah i don't know nightwing. if nightwing's ever actually beat him he might have at this point but uh there's been a lot of draws between the two of them mm-hmm. um and then one of my all-time favorite comics is deathstroke takes on the jla and instead of being this big superhero battle that you're expecting of you know just it's literally a back alley brawl like they're in an alley doing a fist fight, Deathstroke versus yeah. the JLA. That's like, the one where Deathstroke has like anticipated everyone's moves, and he's two steps ahead of everyone I else. I think right? so. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's part that of his was genetic cool. uh, um, uh, his power tampering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that that was Stink. really cool. All right. So moving along to yeah, science news. Do you have something for this? Nope. Okay. You tell me what's new in science. All right. Well, oh, I forgot something. Well, actually, this could be the the segue between Media Minded and uh, Science News. So, um, Skynet is real. I know I say this and preach this every week, but um, 
Skynet is real, people. Do tell. <laughs> All right, so um, a Korean university, have you heard about this? No. Is being boycotted by a lot, lot of people, a lot of uh, organizations and scientists and whatever because they are trying to create AI weapons. Mm-hmm, like self-firing machine guns and whatnot? Uh, like even past that. Like and so the the scientific community is getting on them where it's like no there's this this research is bad this is going to start another arms race this mm-hmm. is you know there's got to be some protocols in place with like this the kind arms of weapon, will literally weaponry. literally be racing against each other not quite what I meant but you know like <laughs> yeah, like I the mean, arms race between America and Russia or whatever yeah, yeah. it is a scary idea yeah and so a lot of people are are uh boycotting this university and they're just like yeah you know (laughs) skynet you can't build skynet is basically what they're saying and the university came out and they were like oh we thought this was gonna be exciting we did not expect this (laughs) (laughs) but they're just like you know scientists are like there have to be protocols in place we don't need another arms race this you know humans have to be involved somewhere at some point you know yeah this is kind of a dumb thing to do you can't just throw them out there and let them do their thing. Yeah. Well, um, you know what? That'll be the science news. How about that? That's the science news. That's the science news. Because uh, AI, we talked about AI last week. Yep. And one of, <laughs> one of our listeners uh, corrected me on uh, the terminology of uh, machine learning versus AI. Um Apparently, machine learning is the sort of program that I was describing where it's sort of this this advanced prognostication where you're um, like where you're iterating a program that uses a particular algorithm or set of rules to select. um, And you're you're basically running a a whole bunch of different sets of rules and seeing which one produces the, the highest result for the thing you're trying to optimize. And then you 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 know you pick the best rules from what survives that procedure, and that's machine learning, and that's the sort of thing that they do with these Go playing and chess playing uh, programs. And apparently AI is um, something else. Like that, I guess one of the one of the benchmarks of AI is that it can pass the Turing test. It can be indistinguishable from a human intelligence when you're interacting with it and you know that's that's what makes it artificial intelligence it's intelligence like a a person has intelligence but it's artificial so uh fun facts and terminology with jackson (laughs) all right so um one of my favorite segments you're doing it wrong oh we're doing it wrong that's right you're doing it wrong jackson i'm doing it wrong stop doing it (laughs) sorry i'm done (sighs) All right, uh, this one, this one's kind of of a shorty, and but it's not a reiteration. It is different. I hate Christian chain letters. Stop it! Who's doing Christian chain letters? Like, oh wow, look at that! Look at that on the waveform. <laughs> like that's a big spike in the volume. Yeah, you can always see when I'm yelling on it's that. It's gonna be fun for the editor, uh, which is you. <laughs> Yeah. So who's doing cha- who's doing? They're Christian- all over Facebook. You've never gotten one of those, like Facebook. Hey, just wanted to send you this letter that that you're loved, and it's it's kind of like those like like this or don't like it. Kind are of. people sending them via messenger? Yeah, they're doing that, and I've seen oh. statuses like that too. Mm. But like I've I've, I've, I've definitely seen the gotten statuses. a few like where like um, people have 
just like sent this message they'll either individual copy it and individually send it to everybody or they'll copy it and send it to um like everybody in their friends list like make a message as long as possible and just send mm-hmm. it out you know i must have some really good friends because none of them have done that to me like sometimes I, folks they don't happen it. often but when i see it it angers me stop it yeah this has nothing to do with our faith if you're in the faith, it annoys, annoys us. If you're out of the faith, it annoys us even more. <laughs> and then if you go along with the, quote, little rules of it, like, that's just anti-Christian as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is, the, the Bible totally says, you know. The, the, this is the whole yeah. thing where you, like, do the magic formula and you share and you do this thing and you get magic blessings, right? Yeah, as opposed to you don't do it, you rip up the chain letter and you have bad luck yeah, you can't satan sends your soul to hell <sighs> yeah that's garbage just make it stop wow there are some there are some uncool things out there that i'm not even aware of like and i keep thinking like oh i haven't seen one of these in a while they must be done finally thank you and then you know it happens again it's just <laughs> yeah. like wow i haven't seen one of these again i thought they were done I have not, I have yet to come up with any good responses that just aren't me just shaming the person or, you mm-hmm. know, so I'm, I'm doing the Christian thing and being silent, or at least I think it's a Christian mm-hmm. thing. Actually, the Christian thing is probably to correct them. Yeah. And or to post a really and, sarcastic parody on your own wall. Actually, I think the, the, the Christian thing to do is try to correct them. If they do it again, grab somebody else and start a three-way message and you both correct them. And then get, like, this huge group of people to uh, correct them. And then when it doesn't, just leave them to their own devices, which means you block them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excommunicate them from the Facebook church. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, that's... You're doing it wrong! They're doing it wrong. Stop it! Don't. All right. So, uh, Christian props. I've got one of those. Ooh. And I'm not sure if I've mentioned it before, but there's a blog called The Riverwalk. Uh, you can check it out at theriverwalk.org. And it's updates kind of seldom. You know, I, I feel like whenever this guy releases a post, it makes me feel like I'm doing the quantity thing over at Chocolate Book and he's doing the quality thing. <laughs> you know, it, like, the, it's always good stuff. It's always on point. It's always sort of pointing towards grace and growth at the same time you know like not grace as a a crutch but actual christ focused living and abiding and flourishing and and you know critical of the garbage as well uh when that's appropriate and and it's biblically based you know he's, he's always responding to the actual bible and bringing in a perspective that's that makes it you know look like it makes it comprehensible and stuff um and the guys uh as far as i can tell he's an american-born pastor in turkey i think i think that's what his dealio is okay um and he's you know i like that perspective allows him to sort of see past the blind spots of america of particularly american christianity and american culture yeah that you know it's, it's always sort of eye-opening for me and there's a lot of uh, muslim influence and refugees and stuff through uh, going through there now as well mm-hmm. yeah so he's doing some good stuff with with that as well in in turkey sometimes he comments on turkish culture and islam and whatnot 
Uh, so it's good. Yeah, sounds interesting. What was the name of it again? Yeah. The Riverwalk. Okay. Theriverwalk.org. The um, okay, and now it's time to go on with the meat. Yep. Om noms. Yep, it's time for the main course, people. And we are going to be sinking our teeth into the topic of apathy. Ooh. A nice. topic which everyone cares about, right? Eh. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've, we, we actually did a lot of talking before the show about, about what sort of topic. And there's, there's a lot of senses in which apathy is going around these days. And Especially when the church is involved. Yeah. So this um, could be a, a multi-parter that we probably won't do in order. And, you know, like we, we're, not, we're not a preacher series, so we tend not to do Apathy Part 1 next week. And next week you'll get two. And the week after three and four. And then we'll move on to a new topic. Yeah. Paul and his walk on Rainbow Road. I don't know. <laughs> um, what does Mario that even Kart? mean? I guess you'll have to tune in and find out. Yeah. Because we don't know either. But so, so what we're actually talking about... Um, I I guess I want to talk about how apathy can be a good thing. We talk about it as being a bad thing, you know, and how it's undesirable. And certainly there's a lot of things that you don't want to be apathetic about, like your walk with Christ. <laughs> and But there are, um, you know, when, when we started brainstorming for this topic, I thought of the old Reliant K song, which is, you know... Uh, one of my one of my favorite Reliant K songs, "Apathetic Way to Be." Oh know, man, you said favorite, and I was sitting there thinking Marilyn Manson ate my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good one too, oldie but a goodie. But uh, you know the the chorus of "Apathetic Way to Be" ends with the line, "The half of me is all about apathy, and the other half just doesn't care." But... Oh 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 oh, Marilyn Manson, man, <laughs> my girlfriend ate my girlfriend. All right, sorry. That's not even that's, how it That's goes. not it. Like, like the words that you said are in there. <laughs> but the, the the tune and the order. Well, the O O O was actually. I think yeah. that was uh, ooh, ooh, me and my khaki ooh, pants. Sadie Hawkins yeah. dance. O O O. Well, uh, there's a tangent for us. <laughs> and uh, I'll I'll see if I can reel it back in here. Oh, I thought I was supposed to be the apathetic one. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, um, apathy. Where was I going? Reliant K, okay, apathetic way to... Uh, it can be a good thing. And, you know, the... Uh, that's that's sort of what the song is about, but, you know, I, I also think about how Jesus Christ himself often showed apathy, uh, not toward people. Like, he loved people, he cared about people, uh, died for people. Um, but like in the scenarios where you, you see him, uh, like bringing people back from the dead, for example, you see him not caring about the things that have got the other people around him so agitated, you know, like when, when a person dies and he brings them back from the dead or heals them, you know, or, or whatever he's up to. Like, he cares about the person, and he's doing this healing thing to... He's reversing death, but the people around him are are bent out of shape about it in a way that he is not. Except in the case of Lazarus, you know, I, I think about him weeping at Lazarus' tomb, but... That's such a powerful <clears throat> little verse. We love that verse as kids, because that was the easiest one to memorize. Jesus wept! Oh, yeah! <laughs> yay! I get a star on the board, or whatever you got for that, but... 
Yeah. Like such, if you really think about it, like earthly Jesus wept over a friend's death. Like he cared that much. Yeah. Wasn't just like, oh, another you know person died on Earth. Yep, not, not just another one of these gazillions of humans. No, like, and even knowing that he was going to bring Lazarus back from the dead, like he still wept. Yeah, you know, like it's still sad, and um, which does make it. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. That's. That's, that's caring about people right there um and that's that's important but i feel like so many of the things that we're deeply concerned about um in this day and age don't matter so much at all i'm gonna throw a curveball at you just maybe where my brain just went a lot of um a lot of i think me in general comes from in my perspective on the show comes from youth ministry so maybe that's where this is coming from but just going directly to the uh let the ch- little children come to me i mean i'm used to our uh our service is an interesting one at the church i attend that they um they they let the little kids stay and mm-hmm. like there's clipboards for them to do work on or whatever but even that you know you, you hear the pencils tapping during the service or we have hardwood floors it's it's a gymnasium so it's like you know those kind of gymnasium type floors mm-hmm. one of those wooden clipboards hits the ground you know and yeah. this happens multiple times during the service you know they're they're talking to their parents and ah, he done it? <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you know wow. and like uh just the, there is kind of a children's service but i'm just saying you know like little kids are annoying <laughs> oh yeah I mean, and and I'm sure that's what the disciples were thinking. We don't need that here. This let the adults, you know, be able to chill and listen. And this disruption going, and Jesus was like, "Forget that. Let him come." <laughs> you yep. know, and like I feel like uh, that's some place where like I I've definitely had to come to that conclusion. Um, just even with children's and and, and youth ministry. I, I say I was a former youth pastor, but I, I think I've done just about as much as chi- of children's ministry as mm-hmm. anything else, if not more. And um, that's just something like, I mean, to, to send them, they, they enjoy their, their alone time and being with, with each other and that sort of thing. So don't get me wrong there. But I mean, just sending them away constantly and, and saying you are not important with this group, you know, and. And I feel like without getting onto a completely new subject, like I feel like that's part of the problem of the church right now is we we've given the infants someplace to go, we've given the toddlers someplace to go, we've mm-hmm. given the the elementary, uh, junior high people to go, the the high schoolers someplace to go, and then sometimes the thirty some and college some, you know, group, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden after that it's like, well, I don't have my own special thing, I'm out of here. You know, so at that point, there's there's such segregation. Um, sorry, let me lean away from that and go back to the little kids, though. Like, uh, you know, he was very just apathetic to everybody else's opinion and just like, Psh, you know, yeah. the, the kids are important. I love these people. They, they're little people, but I love these people. You know, let them yeah. come. And, and I feel like that's that's one major direction that that Jesus, you know, showed us is, you know, these these little disruptions aren't disruptions. Yeah, you know, um, as a youth pastor, it, uh, I can't remember who gave this. It was somebody in my network gave this example of these kids coming 
to to this lock-in and they had or just event and they just had this great event and you know kids were saved and it was an amazing thing and you know after getting a little bit of sleep and coming in on monday the church is super angry because a microphone was ruined uh, it's like yeah it's a disruption but let's let's not focus on that <laughs> yeah you know like what is what is the cost of a human being like is the human being worth the, is one human being worth the microphone what do you think church yes like <laughs> i mean i know the answer but i also know people's reactions well yes it is but yeah <laughs> yes but the whole yes but i mean we need to we need to stop saying yes but we need to yeah we need to be like yes and you know, it's, it's improv. It's it's willingness to get messy, you know, and I, I think that's another thing that we care too much about and that we could stand to be more apathetic about, um, you know, and, and the, like the flip side of apathy is that we we don't care about the things we should and then we care about the things we shouldn't and like it like our priorities are all messed up. But the we, one of the things that we're not apathetic enough about is getting mess messy you know we we're so mess averse kind of the thing you were talking about with compartmentalizing by age in the church you know when when the kids get in the adult service it gets messy because kids are messy and you know let letting everyone interact with everyone else is messy and parents you know, if, if a parent is a bad parent to their kid in the middle of the service by, by trying to control them too hard, that gets messy, too. <laughs> um, and, and that's, you know, looking back to Jesus as our example, that's something that Jesus didn't care about was how messy things got. He let, he let life happen, you know, and he had, he had this, he had a unique response to it, you know, and and his response didn't excuse sin or, you know, whitewash over it. But, like, he was he was willing to let humanness happen around him. And, you know, to affirm the human beings, you know, and to, and to love them, you know, in spite of their faults. Um, that's, I, I guess I'm talking about a lot of different things there under the big category of messiness. But that's... That's the thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, just so many things. Uh, I guess, like, his apathy towards a lot of things, like a lot of the the rules or the system that was in place, you know. Um, multiple times there's, there's Pharisees and Sadducees coming to him and, you know, how dare you do this on the Sabbath, you know. He, mm-hmm. It seemed like almost he, like without understanding the concept, it could almost seem like he's got, like, hatred for... Uh, you know the 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 sabbath you know he's Mm -hmm. always healing people and doing stuff on it and i think that was maybe just what made the biggest noise because i'm sure he wasn't doing that just on the sabbath you know and he Mm -hmm. at times um would would do other things that (laughs) were anti-establishment yeah and uh sorry i'm using these these uh uh terms that are a little bit strong somewhat intentionally but somewhat uh-huh. not um punk just, rock jesus yeah exactly uh jesus walked into the temple fist in the air and you know he's got that long hair so he had it going with his head banging yeah <laughs> <laughs> no um i don't know I, I guess i could see jesus doing that kind of think of it but uh 
I'm pretty sure that's not what happened. Uh, you know, and like very much like, okay, here's the rules. Here's what we're doing. Yet, you know, I healed a man because that was important, you know? Um, yeah. Small groups, leaning towards small groups. A su- successful small group doesn't stick to the outline. I mean, it, it could on certain nights, but if mm-hmm. something is going on with those groups, uh, uh, or let, let me just single it out, a single group, you know, if something's going on inside that group with somebody with multiple people that needs to be heard or talked about, you throw that outline out. You know, you don't just keep going. All right, so uh, we're talking about love and Jesus this week, and who realizes that that Jesus did this? Oh yeah, that that happened. But you know, my my I don't know. My husband left me this week, and blah blah blah. And you don't just go. All right, well, who realized Jesus did this as well? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't just go on with you. It's like, oh wow, let's uh, let's all comfort her and pray pray with her, or yeah. you know, whatever. Um, there's. Jesus Jesus cared more about the people than he did all of these things that I feel like we still care about. We still care about the type of music going on in the church. We care about what what the church looks like. We care about um wow, just kind of got stuck on what the church looks like yeah, in all the propriety. different ways. Like like uh there's these as as my generation looks at them old school looking churches that are that are a lot more, uh, I guess, have a feminine touch with the pinks and the the other things. Oh, There's, like the architecture. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking about that. There's the the stuff over in um in Europe or the more uh, you know uh, maybe even more Catholic leanings. Yeah, uh, cathedrals. The big and cathedrals stuff. and temples. Stained glass. Or there's the stuff going on now that's more stage like, like just black stages and lights and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And we care about and fight about more about that and then the style of music instead of going there and kind of my, my big soapbox, uh, church isn't for us. Let's not care about that. Let's care about the person beside us, the person that might be getting something out of this. Okay, so the church chose a direction. Instead of trying to grab the wheel and cause problems and wreck this this thing, mm-hmm. let's go in there and say, all right, this is the direction our leadership has chosen. Let's find people that this this helps. I can help these people, or or you know maybe I can come to some kind of understanding of why they're doing this and enjoy yeah. that. You know, and be more apathetic towards those sort of decisions than, oh man, they made the wrong decision here, or not not even wrong decision. It's a decision I don't like. Yeah, I can't believe they got rid of the hymnals. You know, it's yeah. it's the same song, but we have projectors now. We don't have to keep replacing hymnals. <laughs> you know, each hymnal costs seventy dollars. A new bulb for the projector costs seventy dollars. Eh. <laughs> you know, benefit analysis. Yeah, uh, among other things. But I mean, you know, and whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna stop there. Majoring on the Mars. <laughs> exactly, and I, I feel like we're really good at that in the in the church. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. And it can get messy, you know, like prioritizing things and determining what to be apathetic about. Because, like, the, I think we've talked about the rules before on, on this podcast. Yeah, and, you're supposed to throw, throw them out. Go on. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's the rule, right? The rule is throw out the rules. Oh, crap. <laughs> I, I, uh, gotcha. You just broke ash. Yeah. I don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I caused a worldview meltdown. Uh, check one <laughs> off my list today. 
<laughs> uh, today on the Christian Rebellion, Ash goes insane. <laughs> um, what was I talking about? I don't oh, know. The like, oh, it's it's like the um, I guess that there are degrees of apathy. You know, that's um, like it can be good to be only sort of apathetic about some things, which which complicates things. You know, to go to go back to the example of the Sabbath, I think about Jesus saying to you know bring some perspective on it he, he says that the um the sabbath was made for man it's not that man was made for the sabbath you know like the the purpose of taking this day of rest is to uh to serve human beings like it's it's good for you to do this and it's good for us as a community to rest together and you know stupid freaking phone go shut up sorry we're professionals here <laughs> edit that out <laughs> edit that out sure uh but uh, mm. <laughs> um but the the sabbath like it's about people and jesus says whenever he does a, a miracle on this the sabbath he um you know he puts that into perspective when he says well is it good to do good on the sabbath is that allowed you know, I love you, that. <laughs> yeah, like that's that just throws everything um, into perspective, and it's it's like you know the when you've got your perspective on the rules and the purpose they're supposed to serve, correct? The rules are kind of important, and you shouldn't be totally apathetic about them. But you shouldn't have sacred cows. You shouldn't you know make the rules more important than they are, and the the their purpose you know. Um, is to, I guess, to draw us closer to God and help us understand him more. And, like, when the rules stop, like, when, when we make our own rules and the rules we've got stop serving that purpose, it's time to get iconoclastic and it's time to go full anarchist and blow away our rules and get back in touch with what the rules should be. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> did, did I go off there? Nah, that's all right. Well, I went off on my phone. That's no, for I just sure. meant, all right, uh, Ash is no longer broken. Anarchy! Oh, yes, we're, we're back to... <laughs> Sorry, going back to the gag. Um, but I also, uh, I was kind of intentionally saving this uh, for last-ish, if not last. But um, I feel like, and I've mentioned this, I think I mentioned this on the, uh, the first episode of the Christian Rebellion. Like, the biggest part of my uh, ministry has been, uh, I think, my apathy, uh, in a way. And what I mean by that is I've been told many, many times, uh, which is very opposite of what the, the church has been called. Um, you are the, the least judgmental person I've ever met. And that's not me trying to pat my own back because I'm sure I judge in many, many ways. Um, but I, I take very seriously the, the verse that, you know, says that we shouldn't <laughs> expect people that aren't Christians or aren't saved to act like people that are saved, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, God says many, many times not to be the judge. That's his job, you know? Mm-hmm. So even in, and maybe this is my struggle because I, I struggle with the, um, you, you should rebuke other believers. Um, and I probably don't do that as much as I should. Um, but partially because <laughs> there's more, more care about what that person might think in that friendship or whatever, even non-friendship or just, you know, sitting a few 
bros or maybe even being in separate services in the same church, you know, but, Mm -hmm. but that correction, I feel like needs to be a little bit more personal, but sometimes I feel like even then I I don't do it, but, but that's, I digress. That's a completely different topic Um, is again, just that, that non-judgmental policy that I, that I have and just attitude that I think as Christians, we should have, it's not our job to judge, you know, it's, it's, it's just not like I, I want to expand on that, but I mean, there's nothing to expand upon. That's not our job. We mm-hmm. shouldn't be doing that. We should be apathetic, you know, like, uh, we should, <laughs> I mean, we should care if somebody falls into a pit, you know, we should try to get them out of it. Yeah. However, I'm not going to sit there and go, Oh no, you're a non-Christian and you're living your life in this way. You're, you're non-Christian smoking. You're non-Christian going out and drinking every night. You know, you're non-Christian. I'll stop the examples, but yeah, but like, I mean, like no one's gonna get out of the pit if you if you've got your rope and you're like, here, take this rope, garbage person, <laughs> right? Yeah, or, or aiming this... for their head, smack. I <laughs> yeah. got him. You th- oh, you shouldn't have done that. Smack. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> you throw down the rope and tied to the end is a sign that says, "Hey, sinner." <laughs> <laughs> neener, neener, neener. Maybe. I'm up here. <laughs> yeah, like don't do that. Yeah. Oh man, like. I mean, I just feel like, and you know, there there is some some me backing up and going, you know, maybe maybe your ministry shouldn't be. Oh well, look what else I can do as a as a Christian that you didn't think I could, and you know, and I can do all this stuff. You know, that's very different. Mm-hmm. You know, I I can't be doing that and shouldn't be doing these things. However, yeah. I'm not gonna sit there and be like, oh, I'm going to stay away from you completely and never talk to you because you do this. You know, that's, there's, there's churches that are, I won't even say what churches, but there's churches that are absolutely famous for doing this and uh, judging people and standing outside and picketing. I'm sure we're all thinking of some similar names here, but yeah, you you know, that's, but I mean, even going past that and saying, all right, let's throw those churches out as a mulligan. You know, we're still famous for doing that as Christians. Um, yeah. Just using stereotypes here. Excuse me for using stereotypes. I get in trouble for doing that, but whatever. You know, you've got the women's group that there's the tight niche group of women and there's somebody that doesn't fit in with their clothes or doesn't wear the, the fancy dresses every week or wears the f- same dress and she feels ostracized because of that, you know, yeah. there's the Jessica guys. Jessica Jones goes to church. <laughs> there you go. There's the guys group, you know, who you, we've got the the nerd in the corner with the, the, the macho men, you know, and yeah. we, oh, we don't want to hang out with it. He thinks weird and says weird stuff. Let's not invite him, you know, or he doesn't understand sports, right? Or, um, you know, the nerds who do the opposite thing. He wants to go to sports events. Let's not invite yeah. him. <laughs> you know, don't sit there and pretend nerds like you don't do the exact same thing for the record. Yeah. I've noticed this being the guy that's in between. I'm too much of the nerd for the jocks and I'm too much of the jock for the nerds. I don't fit in anywhere, man. <laughs> yeah. Stop judging me, <laughs> Mr. Hockey Nerd. I love you, Mr. Hockey. Nerd. I love hockey and I love comic books. Both sides are trying to figure out what to make of me right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, and I guess the the that's another thing that you know hockey's cool and comic books are cool, but like they're not the be all end all either. And you when... take that back right now. Okay. <laughs> yep. I'm sorry. I've crossed a line here. Uh, I'm just I... kidding. That's because Star Wars is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Jesus, love, God, I'm uh, fail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. But, I mean, like, I feel like 
we just we've got so much care about somebody else's actions and what they did in the past which is very opposite of what jesus was very opposite of what jesus is and very opposite of what christianity and our faith is about mm-hmm. you know it's it's going back to the the same way we end every week man it's about love you know loving each other despite the crap in our lives despite as you were saying the messiness despite all this stuff that we're we're good at doing the wrong thing you know yeah. despite that you know and and it takes effort to be uh apathetic in these ways i guess yeah. you know and it, it takes effort to actually care uh yeah. as well apathy is hard work I, it, in this case yes yeah. <laughs> you know there's there's other cases where you have to fight the apathy because it's so easy yeah but but this in this case we're taking a, a different route uh due to jackson's abstract thinking yeah because when i mentioned apathy i was like let's do this he's like what are you talking about oh okay (laughs) okay you can look at apathy that way but we're gonna look at apathy in other ways in other podcasts i'm sure yeah exactly talk about the church and stuff the normal ways of thinking about yeah the normal ways i'm not being judgmental at all here (laughs) oh how do we wrap this one up uh love each other there we go. That's, that's all. I mean, that's the, we end up saying that every every week. But I mean, we we going back to what I was saying like ten seconds ago and, and reiterating mm-hmm. that just because I feel like it's so important. Like, don't judge. You know, what they did in their past is their past. Like ten minutes ago, five minutes ago, one week ago, it's their past. You know, mm-hmm. love on them. They may even be talking about doing it again. Love on them. You know, don't expect sinners to act like. Sorry, don't expect non Christians to act like Christians. That's just stupid. Yep. Like there's. That I, I don't know we should take that verse so seriously yep the last word is love exactly well i'm ash green i, I said that earlier but uh i'm the overlord of plan x media yep he's still ash green he hasn't become someone else in the intervening hour I, not that i'm aware of yep and i am jackson farrell um and uh should i plug chocolate book here probably yeah uh so chocolate book it's my blog you can check it out at chocolatebook.net, where every weekday I eat chocolate, read a chapter from the Bible, and blog about it. And that's my deal. All right. Don't forget to follow us wherever you can, Christian underscore rebel on Twitter. You could email us uh, any conversations that you want at uh, christianrebellion at planxmedia.net. You can go to christianrebellion.net and check out the, sorry, ChristianRebellion.com. <laughs> About that. Wow. Isn't it .net? It's .com. It's PlanXMedia.net. Oh. Huh. Okay. Then what website do I have pulled up here? <laughs> okay. Well, Wait. Am I getting them backwards? Now you've got me. So uh, moving along while well, Jackson checks this for me. Cause yeah, it's, it's ChristianRebellion.net. Tag on it. ChristianRebellion.net. I'll say it once again christianrebellion.net it's no no home star (laughs) reference okay i uh i'm sorry i was doing that whole thing to to do the home star runner reference which nobody gets anymore yeah all right so yeah uh christianrebellion.com yep dot net it's dot (laughs) and in conclusion we're dumb and old goodbye oh man yeah uh that's pretty much it (laughs) don't remember it's dot com